everyone and welcome to the latest version of the Writer's Haven. I'm your host Musu of Musu Writes and I hope everyone is staying cool. If you are in certain parts of the world, the month of July is no joke. That heat kicks in with no mercy. So I hope you guys are staying safe and staying cool. Um, I am excited to bring to you today's episode and today's special guest. Uh, Her name is Aisha Van Buren Owens. She is a mom, she's an author, and she is a mental health therapist. So I have had a couple of folks on here with similar backgrounds. They are mental health therapists who are choosing um, their profession and their platform to raise awareness uh, through writing. So I think that is an awesome combination and um, she is no exception. Um, she has a, a lot of great info, a lot a great background as a therapist. So I'm really excited to have her as a guest on the show. Um, we discuss her book, The Night That Everything Changed. And this deals with, um, you know, being uh, abuse uh, that may have happened at any point of your life, particularly during childhood. Um, so if you are a uh, one of the listeners, regular listeners on the show, if you're a new listener, I do welcome you. Um, Just know that, you know, a couple of things may be a bit sensitive for some listeners. Um, But other than that, it is a a great overall conversation that we had. So I do encourage everyone to listen and, um, you know, be informed about the different topics that we discuss as especially since the month of July is Minority Mental Health Month. And that's something that has been in place I believe since 2008. Um, so every year I, I, I see more and more awareness being raised about it. So um, you can take the time to research that and you can reach out to Aisha if you want more information on that. Um, I always try to post something um, during this month on my IG um, as well, just to raise awareness because, you know, even though a lot of people are informed about it, there are still a lot of people who don't know about it. We want to make sure that there is equality when it comes to mental health. So when someone in this profession, uh, again, chooses to do this um, through writing about different things, especially with children's books, I think that's a great start, a great way to approach being educative when it comes to uh, mental health and emotional health as well. So if you are not subscribed or if we are not connected, um, I would love to connect with you as a listener. I am at Musu Writes across the board, and you can also connect with me on IG, Twitter, Facebook, and I think that's it. It seems that there are more and more platforms being created every day. So um, also, yeah, make sure you go to MusuWrites.com and sign up for the newsletter because I do have a lot of great things that I'm working on that I'm excited to share with subscribers. So go to the website, make sure you are signed up. I will be sharing Aisha's contact information in the show notes as well. And she will also mention it in the, in the interview, I believe. So enjoy and I will talk to you guys next time how uh with your background you connected to the world of writing and creating this children's book well um I always um wrote when I was like in middle school and stuff but I did a lot of poetry um so I believe it was in 2017 after my brother was murdered um my younger brother then writing that was my go-to to express myself, um, I just wrote. And as time went on, how I went through the grieving process, how I dealt with the trauma, and then having 
um, family members and being connected with other kids that when you hear their stories and it's like a light bulb that just went off like, okay, you have to do something with this. Like you've been writing for a long time. You wrote something, you never published. Um, it was a different book that I did, um, never published. You just was sitting on it. So being that you're working in mental health now and helping kids, like this is the perfect time to put it out there, especially about trauma. Absolutely, especially now, you know, with everything yeah. going on. Um, so yeah, I do commend you for that, uh, you know, because uh, the the world of mental health is growing and it is something that I'm involved in, you know, on a daily basis. So we really have to be mindful of, you know, what's affecting people and preventive measures that we can put in place. And of course, you know, children, that's a very sensitive area as well. It really is. It really is. Yeah. So as you are um, marketing this book, um, can you tell, first of all, uh, can you tell me a little bit about the night that changed everything without spoiling it too much? <laughs> yeah, I definitely can. So um, the night that changed, that everything changed is about a little girl um, who, who had, who lost a family member, mm -hmm. um, a close family member. And um, ever since that, you know, going through the grieving process, she started to endure from a parent um, different forms of abuse. And then from a step parent, and she didn't necessarily know how to talk to anybody about what was going on. She didn't she wanted help, and but she just didn't know what to do. Um, and then, as you know, time went on. She connected with somebody who she, you know, didn't think anything happened to them. But hey, that was her her light bulb, um, and made a pact to basically go tell and get help. And she went. She endured a lot, but she came out on top. And, Okay. And um, when you are, you know, talking with this book about this book, connecting with the community, uh, what kind of feedback have you been getting so far? Um, I've been getting feedback as far as, oh my God, our kids need to hear this. Um, our kids need this, especially now. Um, we need to get out and do more and try to get it in schools and all this other stuff. So that's what I'm in the process of trying to do now. Um, I'm going on doing different interviews and I'm going on a book tour. Um, actually next week, I'm going to Pennsylvania. That's the first stop. And, you know, just trying to get it out there, um, talking to people. Of course, people are purchasing, but then I don't think that they really grasp the importance of this book. And even some of my coworkers, you know, purchased the book and it has helped them tremendously, especially dealing with, trauma patients yeah. and getting them to kind of open up doing like trauma narratives and them being comfortable with, um, is it okay for me to tell this part of my story? Um, is it okay for me to divulge this much information? Um, so it's been helping um, a lot of people and not even that, even some adults. Yeah. Like if I only had this when I was younger um, and a lot of times, in the African-American community, you know, we, we've always learned to what goes in my house stays in my house or, you know, you'll be all right. That didn't happen or parents don't have the time to listen to their kids. 
and they take that trauma into their teenage years and adulthood and then they start to have relationships that are not healthy and um, because they haven't dealt with childhood issues and especially you know with trauma so I just feel like this book is very important to put out and this especially is the right time especially going through a pandemic um, a lot of things I've come across a lot of kids just during the pandemic that have been through so many issues and stuff inside of their homes being virtual kids at home doing work so um, yeah are children your primary patients or do you treat adults? Yes, children are my primary patients. Um, during the summer months, I may get some adults, but children are my primary. Okay. And if you don't mind um, telling me, you know, especially in relation to the book and the topics that it covers, what are some of the most common things you've encountered over the past year as, uh, you know, you deal with children and provide them treatment? As far as like their symptoms. And yeah, what's plaguing the families, uh, specifically African-American families? They have uh, African-American families. They, a lot of them don't really believe in therapy. True. They don't believe that therapy is necessary or what can a therapist tell me that I don't want to know? I know how to, you know, do this, I do that. Um, so it's a, like a stigma on mental health. They, they look at mental health as, okay, you have to be quote-unquote crazy yeah. or have a, a schizophrenia diagnosis or be deeply depressed to get mental health, but that's not so. Okay. That's not so. So they don't want to, they don't want to be labeled. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be labeled or have a diagnosis. Right. Right. And then when, with this book, um, has that you know what are some of the things that the parents say and I know we talked about this earlier but I would imagine that uh, this book kind of helps open up that conversation between the parent and the child it does yeah so let's talk a little bit about that it does and I actually want parents to utilize this book to start a conversation with their kids because a lot of parents don't know how to start that conversation as like okay has Uncle John touched you here or did anything or somebody asked you to do something or you felt fearful to, you know, do certain things. So this kind of opens up that conversation, um, you know, just to have with family um, and not be scared because you see, because now you see a book that has somebody that's, that looks just like you. Like trauma doesn't have of age upon it, a color or gender, it doesn't have anything. It happened, it happens in every family, it happens in every culture, um, it doesn't matter your age. Trauma is around and it needs to be dealt with. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I commend you for the line of work you're doing and then extending that into the literary world. So, you know, with everything that you have going on now, what does the future look like? Uh, do you are you writing a sequel to the night that everything changed, or you know, the workshops? What, what else is on the horizon? I actually am the <laughs> the second book will be out in August. Um, I actually August. yes, I actually started writing right after I did this book. Um, so now it's in the illustration phase. So. Um, okay. 
Awesome. And then, so you said it's going to be a sequel. So what are some of the things that we can expect? Because this first book, you know, it's breaking a lot of ground as far as sparking different types of conversations. So what can we yes. sequel? So the second book basically um, follows Callie's life until adulthood, and it shows two sides, um, how her life would look with therapy and without therapy. Hmm. Um, and as far as like relationships, her relationships and stuff, how that unfolds with and without therapy. Um, and then her journey to, you know, being an adult. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know, it kind of sounds like a novel. Is it still going to be a children's book? It's, the, it's actually, it still is a children's book. Okay. Um, actually, this book right here, a second grader actually read and understood it, you know? Awesome. So, yeah. So just as young as second grade, this, you know, book could be used for. And the second book, you know, can actually go all the way up to high school. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Mm -hmm. nice. So I wanted to, you know, spread out so that, you know, even high school kids mm -hmm. um, could, you know, feel comfortable with speaking because when you get to high school age, it's like, I'm kind of reserved. And I'm like, nah, let me just deal how I deal. And a lot of times during that time, the kids still don't know how to deal with and cope with what's going on. So they result to negative behaviors like cutting and, you know, yeah. suicidal tips. And I have, have kids that you know, because of traumatic experiences, they have resulted to, to that. Absolutely, absolutely. And the, like I said before, the, the cover is beautiful. Thank is you. There, do you mind shouting out the illustrator who? I have no problem doing that. His name is Donald Wilson II. <laughs> yes, he is wonderful. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram. He is amazing, amazing. All right. And anytime I do have a a professional um, from the world of mental health, I try to take full advantage as much as I can. Um, so with everything going on now, as we close out, uh, do you have like a, a couple of tips, especially when it comes to just transcending into a better place? Um, if you are struggling, if you are being challenged, you know, different age groups, children, adults, um, is there a connection uh, between healing and writing or, you know, overcoming trauma through writing or reading? Um, we all know that dealing with trauma isn't easy. Yeah. It definitely isn't. Um, everybody has to find what works for them. Writing to me was just peace for me. Um, you can write on a piece of paper without speaking but then getting that extra help to learn how to express and, you know, speaking, speaking about your experience. Um, I, I just feel like everybody or anybody that has gone through any traumatic experience needs somebody to talk to. And don't be ashamed that you're talking to somebody because it's actually helping. Um, and to all the parents that, you know, shy away from mental health therapy. You don't necessarily have to go to mental health to talk to a therapist. You can get a private therapist, um, but you need somebody professional that knows how to guide you, know, you and your family through the traumatic experience because every family deals with it differently. And 
through trauma, you know, kids display it through their behavior. You see it, through, you know, with their grades, you know, is different areas where, you know, it affects. And with the right guidance, I feel like our, our culture, our families could use that as a stepping stone. Like, okay, I'm not going to allow this to break me and right. I'm going to be okay and, you know, persevere. And I just feel like therapy, ther therapists are God sent. Especially now. <laughs> <laughs> their therapists are guys and you can't do it every situation on your own right so yeah right and it's not um like you said earlier you know it's not a negative thing it's not a sign of weakness no take advantage of therapy um and then with the sensitive topics that you have put in this book um what advice do you have to you know other independent creatives who are trying to come up with an outlet to also to cover sensitive topics, whether it's, especially if it's through something like a children's book or something related mm -hmm. to children. What are some of the best ways to go about doing that? Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it and allow, I would say allow God to guide you um, because that's what I did. Um, and it's always in his time. So I don't care if you just write something, put a title to it. And I would say when you feel really scared about it or iffy about it, that's the right time to do it. Mm. Um, and it's, it can be scary, but exciting at the same time. But you just got to do it because somebody else is going to do it if you don't do it. Right, absolutely. And as far as those who want to connect with you, um, do you mind letting them know how you can be reached? Sure. I'm on Facebook, um, Life's Trial 7, and I'm on Instagram as well as, as Life's Trial 7. Life's so Trial Yep, Life Trials 7. Mm -hmm. And 7 is a prophetic number, so that's why right. I chose 7. Um, so you can inbox me, DM me. I'm available. Okay. And on Facebook, are do you have like a group or anything or is it just your Facebook page? I don't. It's just my Facebook page. Um, so this is one of my babies. I'm, you know, working on it in the second book, but then I'm also an athletic yeah. <laughs> trainer. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. <Quite> as cool. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing a lot. And I have two little, two, not two little boys, but two boys, busy bodies. So, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Aisha, I do want to thank you for coming on today. I think um, we covered uh, a really important topic, especially with the timing, with everything going on. Um, and I think that your book and the work that you're doing will be very helpful, you know, in the near and far future. So when you do complete your second book in August, we always like to invite people back um, when, when they have a uh, project to talk about. So you're always welcome back here.